I love this segment of the show. It just, seriously, it's just the greatest, like, uh, like on a teapot, what do you call it? You take the pressure off when you open up the lid and all, you know, pressure comes out. Because it's very pressure. Filled what we do. And when I say we, it's, this is the largest morning show team in Texas. We have a radio broadcast that goes out across the country and a television broadcast. And it's a very complicated beast. <laughs> Plus, we were working. We were a live television provider of boxing last night. And I was out there overseeing the off. So we, I didn't get home until about quarter to 1, 1 a.m. So when you get to the marriage talk segment, it's like, <sighs> it just feels good. Talk about the glory and the sanctity and the holiness of marriage. It just does. I mean, I don't know if it does for y'all, but it does for me. We created this segment a long time ago called our world-famous marriage talk segment, right? And in it, we talk about, you know, we have marriage tips are written by a great friend named Robert Kosick. He wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. He's a marriage uh, coach and a church deacon. Happy Friday, buddy. How you doing? Happy Friday, Sam. I'm doing fantastic. Looking forward to a nice, relaxing weekend. Amen. So. Supposed to have one last weekend. Supposed to have nothing planned for the whole weekend, but that didn't quite work out for us. So we're trying it again this weekend. Maybe maybe we'll get it to work out this weekend. It's a great line. God laughs when you tell him you have plans. You know. That's true. Oh yeah. God's like, has got plans. Okay. So usually for me, it's like okay, I'm scaling everything back, and then God comes back and says, "Oh, you got time in your schedule? Perfect." Here you go. Yeah. No, I know, I know, and. uh Let's get to it. So we have our world-famous marriage talk segment, number 233. Mr. Kosick has written, without repeat, 233 completely separate marriage tips to help you, okay? And if your marriage is rock and rolling, that's awesome. God bless and God be the glory. If it's not and, you're, and you ain't firing off on all eight cylinders, <laughs> why don't you just visit the Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, and read it and give it a shot. Read it by yourself. Read it together. Read it naked in the shower. That's the best part. When y'all get together, husbands and wives, get in the shower and read it. Here we go. <laughs> See, no one's ever mad. I always say when they're naked and soapy. So, I guess I'm going to start sending out laminated tips. I guess. Right. Well, well, laminated for you. Wouldn't it be great to? Anyway, here we go. Marriage tip 233. Our world famous marriage talk segment. Friday today 30. Hopeless to hope. It is very common to feel hopeless when your marriage is falling apart. Hopelessness is the result of being both physically and mentally spent, totally confused about what you feel, and fear that nothing will ever change. So how to turn hopelessness to hope? One, recognize that you really do want your marriage to survive. And two, accept that you must forgive your spouse and, forget, and, and seek forgiveness for yourself. Go. All right, so let me break this down. There's going to be a lot more to this probably than we can cover in 12 or 13 minutes, but I've just heard a lot of this over the last few weeks, and I just think it's a topic that we need to touch on because, unfortunately, I think a lot of people are at this stage in the marriage. So let me break it down for you real quick, what, what we just talked about there. When you're physically and mentally spent, what that really means is that you just feel like you can't do anymore. You just can't go any further. You feel like you've invested all that you can invest without getting anything back in return. Once you hit that stage, it becomes very confusing in your marriage because you really don't know what to do. You want to try, but you feel like your efforts are just going to be a waste of time. And once you hit that stage, then you hit the fear stage. And that fear stage is, what do I do next? How am I going to do this by myself? Do I have to move? What's it going to do to the kids? And people just kind of get frozen like a deer in the headlights, and they don't know how to handle it. 
What I want to talk about today is just real quickly a couple of things that will help you start to convert that cycle and get you back on track to being able to reconcile it. Because if you stay in that fear stage, you won't be able to survive this because you won't be doing the right stuff. So the very first thing to do is if you're listening to us today, it's because you really do want your marriage to get better. You have to acknowledge that. By doing that, it's going to completely change your perspective and you're going to start thinking, okay, we're moving towards reconciliation, not separation. That completely changes the game itself. And the second part comes down to forgiveness. And people are so confused on what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is not condolence. I mean, uh, uh, it's not saying that it's right. It's not saying that what you did is okay. It's not becoming a doormat. It's simply saying you owe me some something for the pain that you caused, and I'm just going to forgive that debt. Going forward, we're going to have rules and regulations and boundaries. That's a completely different discussion. But you have to be able to forgive the person for what they did. And in the same sense, you got to learn to take forgiveness for yourself. And most people don't do that. They screw up. They don't know how to handle it. They feel like a failure. And they just say, well, forget it. I'm going to shut down because I can't get over this. They have to learn how to forgive themselves. A little bit heavier topic than we normally cover, but those are really, really important things to discuss. Dude, you're bringing me down, dude. <laughs> um, we're gonna, well, we got a hot and heavy coming, so we're going to turn it back on in a minute. Cossack's bringing me this, down, man. You're killing my fun. It, it's important, though, but this, there are so many people. I've t- I can't tell you. I'm up to talk to four or five couples in the last two weeks. They're like, I just don't know what to do. And you've got to get them to change the perspective. Say, look, we are on a, a roadmap to get us to make this thing better. And if you think we're going to make this better and we're going to survive this and I want this to survive, you're going to start noticing all those great little things that are happening that are positive little markers along the road to say, okay, we're getting there. Things are getting a little better. We can get through this thing. And it'll take that hopelessness that you're stuck in, and it'll show this little signs of light popping in here and there. And you're going to start getting more and more hope and stronger and stronger towards trying to reconcile this deal and get more and more excited about your marriage by just switching your mindset a little bit. And that hopelessness right out the window and that hope will start kicking in. You're like, yeah, we can get there. It may take a while, but we can get there. So so that's the, the main theme of this is there is hope, Good. but you've got to change your perspective. I love it. And there's, it, I can't imagine those who give up hope, man. I'm, I'm old school. Failure's not an option in marriage. There you go. Uh, it isn't. It just isn't. I, but that's why you take your time to be the right person. That's the other part of the equation. But when you declare that it's not hopeless, just that declaration is a great first step in repair, right? Yeah. Mr. Kosick on our World yeah. Famous Marriage Talk, the minute you and your wife, the minute you and your husband, of course, be naked in the shower once again, the minute you decide, <laughs> the minute you both decide, all right, it's not a hopeless cause, let's turn it around. That's a great, that's got to be a great day. It's, it's a wonderful day because here's the opposite of that. If you say, eh, I don't know if this marriage is going to work, and an issue pops up, you take and you sweep it under the rug and say, well, if we survive, I'll deal with that. If we don't survive, I don't have to deal with that. What that does is it allows that thing to get bigger and badder and uglier. If you say, we're making this thing work, when that thing pops up, you're like, well, we're not going anywhere, so that's not going anywhere, so we probably ought to deal with that. Good. And you get through things faster, easier, and you don't let them fester. You don't let them get bigger and uglier. It's a completely different mindset. It, we're in football season now, so if you get into the Super Bowl and one team is looking at another team and they walk in and go, eh, you probably aren't going to win, but let's go out there and play anyway. They just lost that game. But if they come out and they play with their heart and say, you know, we don't know if we're going to win or not, but we're going to play like we're going to win, they will have a much greater chance of winning that game. It's the same thing in your marriage. We're going to win this deal, and we're going to turn this puppy around, and we're going to have a phenomenal marriage when it's all said and done. 
completely changes the game. Win one for the zipper. There you go. It was like that Green Bay game when Aaron Rodgers went down with a leg injury, and he had one of the greatest comebacks of his career. Puts up what twenty was twenty one or twenty four points, and people could have said, "Oh, it's it's hopeless." He left the field. Actually, left the field in that cart, and he came back. I don't know what they did do in the locker room, and he turned it around. So the, don't take hopelessness off the uh, off the dictionary right now. Our world famous marriage, our world famous marriage talk segment. Robert Kostick and I do it every Friday, eight thirty Central, nine thirty East Coast. There's also on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. There's also the hot and heavy marriage tip. Um, do you approach intimacy with the etiquette of a formal dinner party? Methodical and calculated. <sighs> Even if that's where you're most comfortable. Every now and then you should try approaching intimacy like a beach party. Exciting, playful, fast-moving, and maybe a bit loud. Just wash the, the rash from the sand. I guess a lot of people do approach <laughs> I guess a lot of people do approach it like it's a formal dinner party. With a fine Zinfandel. <laughs> oh, yeah. You start at 930. I do this. You do that. And we do this. And then we're done. Then we go to sleep. And tomorrow night, well, next week, we do the same thing. The same routine. It's the same everything. And it's, just, it's just very, this is where I'm comfortable. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. I never want to try anything else because this is what I'm comfortable doing. And, you know, we've, we've had a couple of different variations of this tip. And that just gets kind of boring after a while. Uh, so every once in a while... Do it a little differently. You know, a beach party, we go to the beach party, people are like, hey, what are you doing? We're going to the beach. What are you do? I don't know. We'll figure something out when we get there. Let's just pat the ball around. Let's go jump in the water. Let's go roll around the sand. Let's go build castles. And it should be the same thing with intimacy sometimes. It's like, well, what are you going to do? I don't know. You're always on the left side of the bed. I'm going to sit on the on that left side of the bed tonight and see what happens different. Anything that's a little different, put some music, put some candles, put, you know, whatever. Change it up. Go with the flow. Don't have it so regimented that every single time it's the same exact thing. Change it up. Get a little crazy. Send the kids out for a while. Turn the music up. Whatever it takes, just to put a little bit more excitement and a little bit more uh, secrecy into it, a little bit more uh, difference to it that isn't the same thing every single time. It's very, very addicting when you do that and you go back and say, wow, that was one heck of a party. Hurrah. I think we're going to have a, we're gonna have another party tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> and unlike, unlike your party you're having this weekend, we're not going to invite a bunch of people to ours. But you know what? I forgot. Yeah, real quick, uh, our world-famous marriage talk segment. I, you know, I'll, two nights I'll be out uh, missing a princess. And right. then I'm like, oh, we'll just lay in bed. Because there's nothing better than just you know watching football in bed and, you know. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, we're having people at home. I'm like, oh, okay. Damn it. Damn it. Are, yeah. My plan. So those are our either, <laughs> three some really, really close friends, and we, we won't want to talk about what's going to happen there. Or, or you, you you got a little missed signals on that one. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I did not read the offense, but I'm sure they'll eventually, <laughs> when the football game is over, and they go, and I'm sure we'll get back to where we were. But anyway, our, our world-famous marriage talk segment, it's, uh, it's just blown up into its own entity. And Mr. Kostick and I could – never do this again and it'll just keep going and going and going that's how big it's been and uh what's amazing is the audience who comes in to listen <laughs> and they're from all over they're like i don't care about the rest of the crap i just want to marriage talk so it's, <laughs> i welcome i welcome all the people to our show here in houston texas go to the facebook page sam Malone show you'll see mr Cossack's marriage tip number 233 hopeless to hope and that wraps up yeah, this so week let me just do a little caveat there. i mean we talk every week about people who are just 
absolutely opposed to to liking a comment or whatever like that. But we love hearing the stories. We love hearing how the the segment is impacting your marriage and maybe somebody else's marriage. So Sam Malone has an email address. You can go to my website, Honor the Vow. You can contact me there. Let us know what's going on because it fires us up to know that we're helping and that this segment is impacting people's lives. And, and it's always fun when we get those emails. We get a bunch of them, but I'd love to get a bunch more. Like I always say, I put a picture of Maria Todd and I having lunch. And he gets like 354 likes. <laughs> I, I, I post up, you know, Mr. Kosick, you know, tips on marriage and our, we're coming to get like seven people because I think we're still at the phase real quick where people are like, I don't know, is it cool to stand up to mar- for marriage? Is it cool to stand up for the sanctity of marriage, what God's plan of marriage is? There's still, some people are still stuck in high school. Well, what will others think? If I like or leave a comment, who cares what other people think? Okay, I, I, I've been fired before, but it's never been over talking about marriage. So, it's, uh, true that. For other issues, but, yeah, but, but you know, I've, I've never gotten backlash for telling somebody my marriage is phenomenal. If anything, they're like, "Really? Tell me how you did that." Exactly. And it's exactly. a great opportunity to share share the success. Go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. This is Robert Kosick. Wrote the book Honor the Vow. Honorthevow.com. My wingman on this off. That wraps up. This week's marriage talk segment. Buddy, have a blessed weekend. Enjoy. I'll talk to you next Thank Friday. You, Sam. All right, Sam. Have a blessed weekend. You got it. Enjoy. That's, I, I love this thing. Oh. Oh, Frankie Bellows. Back in a second. AM 1070. Let it play. Come on. Good stuff.